0: disagree with the fact that they're underrated i think the problem is is they were the best band that never got the shot that they deserve isn't that something i think that is
1: that's thrown around a lot it really is i think this band i think if you look that up in the dictionary they will see you'll have c badlands Final Analysis. I am your host Arch Madness. Along with me as in every episode, he is the Voodoo to my Highway, producer Greg Hansberry. What's Yo, up? I oh, what's saw what up? you did there. See what that I did? was amazing. And and that voice right there. I mean, this will be his third Yeah. I should say their third appearance on the program. Let me see. I think we did uh, we did Underlock and Key and then we had to do we had to do Ultimate Sin. We had to do Ultimate Sin because it's the love we're, of Jake. We're the biggest Jakey e. Lee fans in the world. Uh, guitarist Trent Anderson. Hello. 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 How you doing, brother? Well, good, man. I'm and good. and and I see, I see he he made the trip as well. He as is always. the professor of metal, Jason Stavanger. What is Whoa. up, man? Good to see
2: you guys. I'm looking forward to this. Jakey e. Lee and all things. Yeah,
1: so new... and, and and Jason, before we. Get into the nuts and bolts of it. Because here's what we are going to do, guys. This could be a while. It, it, yeah, we're going to do the best we can because there are guys that kind of want to work on the uh, the flooring in here. So I told him we'd be done in an hour. Badge. So, oh, that's right. And congratulations mm-hmm, yeah, on all your yeah. uh, endeavors and stuff, brother. Slept like a baby. You'd be proud so, of him. Uh, so
0: he's doing things. Right. Wow. Wow.
1: Yeah, so what, is your official, he, what did you officially get? Go ahead, we'll tell people. I am
0: a building inspector for the city of Columbus. Nice. Yeah. Yes. 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 Good for me. Let's yeah. get him out of here before he condemns the place. And, and he shreds.
1: <laughs> so uh, we are going to talk about, and and really, Trent and I have had, when we first met years and years ago, uh, it was our love of Jakey e. Lee, how we bonded. And, and the Captain America mask. And the Captain. Which I was lucky enough
0: to take home.
1: You did take that I home. did, and I've
0: kept it for years.
1: So we're going to talk about Jakey e. Lee and Badlands, and we're going to start from when Jake gets fired, the band Badlands, who, it's just, there's a lot of layers to this story. <laughs> And we're going to get all the way to Red Dragon yeah. Cartel, which is Jake's latest band. That's what we're planning. Yeah.
3: <laughs> we'll see. But I'm excited because, and I think this adds to the uh, mystery and the uh, of, I, like, I've been trying to find Badlands yeah. stuff yeah. on Spotify to listen to. I can't. No, you won't. you're not. So this is a band that has gone way under my radar, so this is going to be cool to find it, out it, this crazy story.
1: It's crazy stuff. But let's start, before we even get to that, to What's on Your Table.
2: What's on your table?
1: Greg, go ahead and tell us exactly who you want to go first. Well,
3: let me go first because I just got something quick. Uh, First of all, it was just the Super Bowl. And uh, any record store in Chicago that is worth anything, has at least six copies of uh, the Super Bowl Shuffle on vinyl. <laughs> so right? the one time of the year I break it out and uh, listen to that. But I just had to say that because that's the Fair only enough. time I can ever talk when about it. can you do ha- a Super Bowl vinyl. Shuffle right,
0: exactly. reference in Chicago record stores? Exactly. exactly. You, you know what? I think with you guys, you can do whenever you want.
2: Fuck yeah! yeah. yeah, yeah that's fuck right, yeah. Trent.
3: Uh, but the track that I've been really digging on, uh, the Rackin' Tours, have two new singles. Oh, I love them. Of course, I'm a Jack White fan. Love me some Jack White. They got a new record coming out later in 2019, but they released two uh, like track singles ahead of time. Uh, well, The first one was uh, Sunday Driver, which is cool, but Now That You're Gone was the second cut off this. And this one, as soon as I heard it, I'm like, fuck yes, Jack is back. Oh, because cool. it's got Jack's fingerprints all over it. It's groovy. It's got his, like, signature kind of guitar
0: tone. Might I break in?
1: Yeah. Yeah, please. That's why we invited you
0: here. Jack White. And look at the other gentleman we're referencing tonight. As far as musicians, I think they're very close to one another. Wow. Maybe not skill-wise, but the approach to their craft. Interesting. They just kind of go in and throw down and seat of the pants but you know it all comes back and and i think jack and jake have a first name initials we
1: want it to please us if you dig it that's yeah. cool oh, if you don't yeah zero fucks yeah we're right. fine either yeah. way yeah. right and yeah. i think those two he's have doing
3: a lot he's doing absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. what do with that second track cool, all that, now that you're gone oh man it's it, it pushes the envelope but it's it's um it's approachable and comfy kind of catchy check it out and then uh, look for uh, the new the full length record coming out later oh, this right year on, so
1: good deal good deal uh, I'll, i'm this is going to be the quickest what's on my table just because i know what what is ahead of us uh i've been on a real real ufo kick oh,
0: so the, um, the the live was
1: uh well here's the thing um so i've got in and, and, and I'm gonna say 74 through 80, and I give 80 just because uh, I I like my UFO Michael Shankard, Mm -hmm. but but the uh, the album uh, No Place to Run, Mm -hmm. Uh, George Martin produced this album. I've heard of him. This is this is it's I do like this record a lot. (laughs) I do. Yeah, you heard of him, right? I heard him. I do like this this record a lot, and I also kind of want to throw this out there because I am on the hunt, and and of course I could go online and order it. Uh, I have it digitally. I had an import uh, CD back in the day, but I'm talking about uh, Strangers in the Night, which is one of the best rock albums, not just live albums, Mm -hmm. but one of the best hard rock albums ever produced. It's the 40th anniversary of... And I'm trying to find the vinyl copy of mm-hmm. it. So I've just been on a real, real UFO kick cool. uh, lately. Nice. But uh, yeah, just just picked up a new copy. Well, not a new copy, but a better version of the Obsession album uh, as well, which is one of my favorite. I picked up Force It earlier. I love um, their
0: artwork, too. They,
1: they really are. Their album covers, they do it right. Yeah. They do it right. And and I've had Pete Way on the show to talk about the Lights Out album. He did a vinyl analysis with me. And... Uh, so anyway, just been on a real UFO like kick. It, it reminds yeah, me a
3: lot. I was texting with Archie. Uh, it's got a, a cool deep purple vibe.
1: Well, I'll say this: uh, I sent you Dr. Doctor Doctor, and, yeah. and make sure we get that video up. That that old recording of it is is amazing. This live live, I'm telling you guys, and, and I'm preaching to the choir with these two gentlemen <laughs> that we have in here. But live, I mean, you just you you just think about. I mean, honest to God. I, Pete Way has influenced more people on the bass side of heavy metal than I. Steve
0: Harris stole
1: everything he had. He did. And Rick Savage from Def Leppard. He wants his pants back. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and, and really, (laughs) Phil Mogg, uh, one of the. You know, we use it a lot. As much as we use GOAT, we use underrated. And underappreciated, but uh, nice. I, I believe that mm-hmm. Phil is, is one of those cats as well. So anyway, great, great band, and just so many records discover it, kids. Uh, yeah. Just UFO. I like that
3: time frame, like the early 70s, because it's like right yeah, before MTV. I, but they have but a there's shit ton of albums, yeah. and, and
1: they did stuff without yeah, shankers and like stuff, but like that 74 that uh, to
2: 79, was, yeah, I mean, it's just, just,
1: just, just stop it. It's the best shit there is.
2: Who's up next? Hey, I got to throw one in here too. I yes, got to give a shout out. I just picked up Thunder, very underrated, underappreciated band here in the States. They're called Thunder. They just released a new record called Please Remain Seated, and what they did is they went back through their back catalog and re-recorded an entire album's worth of material, but just made a complete left turn with all these singles that they're well known in Europe for, and it has some of the vibes go back to 30s, 40s, 50s feel music from a modern day rock band. Uh Thunder's a
1: great band yeah. and I've uh, just kind of looked them up. As soon as you said that I was looking through my iTunes. Uh two of the songs that I love. Dirty Love of course was it was a great song. And then uh, Love Walked In was another uh, song that That's I that I dug from uh, it is a great bout It's kind of forgotten and uh good good call on the Thunder, the professor of metal coming through. That's why we scheduled him. So what do you go? So what's going are we going with Trent? Let's just go I've right been to listening Trent.
0: to a lot of Zamfire. Would you stop uh, it! No, I've been Trent. listening to. I found a. Uh,
1: <laughs>
0: I, Strangers in the night. Cause see, it's a cool thing with my job, I can ride around and listen to music all day. Oh, fuck. So Me I've been too. Listening to Strangers in the night. Well, listen to QFM every once in I a while. Do. Bro. Thank you. I do. I <laughs> do. And uh, I've really been digging uh, uh, Dream Child. No way! Right on. They. Uh, it's it's kind of that Dio you know, I feel, feel you. but you know what? I like guitar solos. I mean, no. you? And they're, and Shocking. They're, yeah. Goldie is still on top of his game. Uh, Simon Wright, I think, is playing drums for them. It's Simon great. Wright, yeah. right? There's another guy. Yeah. It's a, totally uh, underrated his role in rock history with, with
1: ACDC and, and everything, you know? He got treated badly by them, I think. At the There's end. a lot of those stories. Yeah. There's a lot of those stories. That's rough, man. man. It really is. Should we go to the professor of metal? What do you got? What do you what's on your table?
2: I'm gonna throw one from Left Field out there. The other one I've been really hooked on lately is Samantha Fish, Belle of the South. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's she just play. a smoking guitar player. She
1: sure is. And she's, she's really hot. good at guitar. <laughs> and she's <laughs> hot. And she's and she's a hell of a player. Yeah.
2: No, I feel you there. Yeah. And she plays
1: without
0: shoes. <laughs> you have a foot fetish, Greg. You dig her. It's real hippie. Don't like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I bet she doesn't shower for like a week at a time. All right. oil. so now, here we
1: go, guys. And Like I said, let's just try and go in order as best as
0: we can with my ADD. It's going to be tough. I haven't had much caffeine today. Jake
1: gets fired. Jake gets fired. He does the two records with Ozzy. Bark at the Moon, Ultimate Sin. And let me just throw this out. I would say, and it's really in the last year, I can think of two cats that have approached me at gigs. One was at a Rock House show but have approached me about my love of Jake and the ultimate sin. And they said, look, and they some are cool with it, some are not, but these two gentlemen that I'm going to bring up are like, there's no way. They think that the ultimate sin sucked. There are people oh. out there, Trent Anderson, there are people out there who feel that way. And, I mean, I guess it's cool. Everybody, look, I've said it on here before. I, I'm a, and I, look, Randy Rhodes, I've, he is on the Mount Rushmore. I get it. But I, I'm a Jake guy. I like Jake's style yeah, better than yeah, his. Yeah, is go. that so goddamn wrong? No. Is that so wrong, well, man? Well, I
0: think the problem with...
1: The, the romanticism uh, of him passing away. I mean, he was legendary, and he did... Well, he was great. I mean, Blizzard of Oz. I mean, yeah, let's be absolutely. honest, guys. It but, was. It but is, I,
0: I think what he did was an extension of a lot of Eddie Van Halen. Agreed. Plus the classical stuff he threw in.
1: Agreed. I yes. think
0: Jakey e. Lee... I think Randy Rhodes, a few years down the road (no pun intended), would have really started to bring something. You would have started to see. I don't want to say evolution, but you would have started to see his his real style take over. Gotcha. I think Jakey e. Lee, uh, when well, he was in his early twenties when he started playing with Ozzy, his maturity level, obviously. I mean, he doesn't just write, you know. Basic one four five blues recycled. Thank you. He just he wrote some and his chord progressions and just everything he does. It's just so okay left field. Kind of kind of like Alan Holdsworth.
1: All right. Let let me let me just say this: as much as I slobber all over George Lynch, Warren D Martini. Oh yeah, and the guys from that era. I think Jake's better. Guys, I, I don't disagree. I, and this is just, and that's the beauty of this show. This is all opinions. Yep. These aren't facts. These are. This is what we used to do well, in no, actually, seventh th- and eighth grade. And this show, and is, that's why I like doing
0: this. This show is fact. In case anyone's wondering, yeah, this, we, this yeah. show is actually <laughs> fact. So yeah, so Lee is better than in. Randy <laughs> Rhodes. and he will <laughs> fight we your mom. It,
1: and you can just, <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and gently he'll, fuck
0: he'll fight your mom and your dad.
1: No, but but seriously, there is something to it, and I I don't
0: know. I get it. Okay, I I don't know what it is. I think what he just his approach hey, maybe it's just because I think maybe he played uh he was a classically trained pianist I so i th- I don't know if that right. had something to do with it um just some of the the weird chord voicings he used but he incorporated those to it, it just came out and it was huge so fellas
1: he forms badlands and the reason I just jumped to Badlands so quickly because there is so much because we it, could cause... talk about uh, <laughs> for
0: and, 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 hours. <laughs> well,
1: wait till Greg and Hansberry has no idea here. Wait till Hansberry yeah. finds out. You know he's trying to do a Spotify playlist and he's like, "There's no Badlands on here." Yeah. We're gonna get to that. Wow. And it's Why troubling. you can't find it? Yeah. It's trouble. It's it's, sad. it's 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 sad. It's it's um, it's disgusting on some levels. It's it's just it's it's a nasty nasty part of this band's history, unfortunately. Uh, with their singer Ray Gillen.
2: And it's such a shame because there is some monster songs oh. on these records. When when and let's
1: talk about the guys uh this first go around with their first record uh came out in nineteen eighty nine. There we go. Woo. My scene yeah. uh so you've got and, and the check us out. So you got Jakey Lee, Ray Gillen on vocals, uh Greg Chase on, which we'll get into oh. in just a little bit because we know how we all three feel about him. Yeah uh, as Absolutely. well. And then Eric Singer, who went on. Now he quits after this record, Hansberry, and joins Paul Stanley's solo band. And then he's obviously he's been the drummer here for Kiss for the last however how many years. So incestual, but, man. But but so let's let's just talk about this core. What an amazing band for this first record, it, it, a
2: Professor it, of Metal. I, I want to know what your thoughts are. Just well, what to start with? Like you just went out on the limb with with Jake in the greatest of all time. I personally. Think Eric Singer is probably the greatest living drummer out there, aside from maybe Kenny Arnoff, Eric Singer, I, I when I saw a bad. You know Lines, I have a
1: Rush shirt on, and you're looking me right in the eyes. Yes, I am. Say that, and, and, okay. and,
2: and I, I and I, I have love for Neil. I'm,
1: but on the I'm same slinking token, down <laughs> in my chair. <laughs> He's sliding
2: right down. It's, oh no,
1: Jason, I get you, bro. I get you. That's the beauty of this. Yeah. I don't get upset when someone says they like this person better. That's what. We gotta talk about it, guys. I think
0: Singer as a drummer is more uh akin to a very well schooled, well uh, you know, with a vast knowledge of music theory. He's probably a more musically educated John Bonham style drummer. Right. I mean, wow. that guy is gotcha. And he is he's a great player. And and
1: really a blues rock band can go either way, in my opinion. It can be really cool or really cheesy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? You can go cheese with this. You go to the well too game. many times, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. it's just, it's tough, man. It's it's tough to do a blues rock thing and and be, uh, I, well, just the way I said it originally. I mean, it can go cheesy. Yeah. It can go cheesy. And that's I, what, oh, Go ahead, go I, was ahead say, I think
2: that's what makes this, that first record so amazing with these guys. Is, is the fact that you put Chasen in the mix with Singer, and I'll ch- I'll take that rhythm section, too, bro. any oh, day of the too. week, hands down. Or anybody. It's hands down. Now, now, now it's time to talk and, about Greg. And you now, put those guys together, yeah. And in turn, you know, they're playing these tasteful little fills, where, as you said, it can go cheesy, and yet these guys know exactly where that line is mm-hmm. and can play right up to or behind it. And not step over it to make it cheesy and lay this bed down that lets Jake and Ray just go into the stratosphere with. Oh, yeah. Isn't
1: mm. it amazing, though, how this band, it just... And look, they got the video airplay. Yeah, but, they
0: they're huge on MTV. It <laughs>
1: just, for whatever reason... Well, we're gonna find out. I mean, there's a lot of internal things happening here. <laughs> but before we get even into that, I just wanted to kind of set the the base. <laughs> See where I'm going with this? <laughs> but I want to talk about Greg Chase on because um and and he originally from he's from, from Arizona from the Arizona. T- yep. The, but like I was telling you guys before we started recording with with Greg, there's he has a midwestern vibe to him that I was always attracted to his bass playing style. Sure. He he did. He just had this workman like attitude. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's that was as much as I like to uh, you know you know hover all over the uh, the the throne of Jakey e. Lee and Ray Gillen's voice. I mean, guys, Chase Om was so huge in this. I and think the attitude, his style, they're just different. And I don't. I'm not going to jump ahead. But if you watch some of the stuff with Red Dragon. Yeah. When it first was the first inception or whatever it was there, when Jake was kind of back out into the scene mm-hmm. and he's playing with Greg again, there's just this drop the mic attitude. It's like, they're, dude, they're just better than your band. I think it's comfort. <laughs> they just are. I love them yeah. so much,
0: man. Well, I and, think with us, oh, go ahead, buddy.
2: Wait, and and that's what I was gonna say is with with Jason. I really think he was the driving force behind Badlands. And and when you look at his body of work when he went on to play with Red Sea, the stuff that he did there is very reminiscent of the Badlands stuff. The Blindside Blues Band, much akin to what Badlands was doing, but more to the blues scale of it. Even his solo record is more like American country tied in with the blues and Badlands, and you just get a vibe that this cat was laying it down and, and just brings it to the tilt and is just amazing. It
0: has. The, and go ahead, Trent. I think with Chase on, it, as a you know, as a musician, and I hate to sound corny, and I hate the the term organic, but I think with him. No, you're
1: right. I know. I know exactly what you're talking.
0: But about. But I think with him, it's more as much as what he played. It's being mature enough to know when not to play something, or just stay locked in with the drummer, or you know, push it ahead. I think he's one of those players. That I if I had to guess, I'll bet we've heard a lot of recordings that we didn't know he played on. I'll bet he's done right a lot on. of sessions. Okay.
1: Work. I feel you He's on a that.
0: solid player, man.
1: Yeah, and that's organic. I mean, that's just the guy. I mean, he just can he can, <laughs> he's he a can mold yeah. into yeah. any 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 situation you put Absolutely. Him in, in the studio. If I agree, man. No, if I, if totally. you look and him up I, on Facebook. I'm so glad we got to do this. I'm so glad we got to do this because you know, I I, I want to talk about Jake so much. Because I, I I do I just I think he's just one of these guys that's that's forgotten, I, I in in a way and yeah. and uh, Chase on uh, he what a role he played though sure Was what a role a he played
2: you guys are fucking friends with him on Facebook yeah absolutely Can I get in on that action <laughs> and, and in fact look him up on Facebook he's got a new outfit coming out called Kings of Dust which I just already I, I am. Like a little kid at Christmas, oh, yeah. waiting on this record to oh, draw. Oh wow! Yeah. All right, cool. It has got that nice heavy blues groove cool. to it that is just killer.
1: So, and before we move on to the second record, before we move on to the home video, which was a big part of bands of that
0: era, and that was we, the coolest home video from that era.
1: Yeah, so, before we get in to uh, dag the giblets, there, <laughs> let's. Uh, I want to. Uh, I want to talk about because it's been what. Let's see here. This is what our third episode this season is this our third or fourth of 2019 and i have yet to bring up third. greta van fleet okay but i just did right there okay. i promised my friends the Kulos and the pretty filth that i was going to try to like go like a couple like deep into the season sure. before i bring them up well yeah but if it's i'm relevant. only bringing them up in regards to uh i think of uh coverdale plant what ray gillen was doing on this first on this first Batman oh absolutely record. and if you listen to seasons and I've sent you that video probably a couple different times. That song, that's my favorite Badlands song. Oh, uh, yeah. And, and, and to hear that, that if I'm telling you, Kingdom Come and Greta Van Fleet, <laughs> if they formed a Zeppelin cover band, it would not be any more Zeppelin than this song. Yes. I guess that's my point. That's the only time I'm going to bring Greta up in the show. But just such a great Zeppelin vibe also with what they were able to accomplish well, in this first Well, There's
0: also Winter's Call. Damn it. That yes. kinda has Damn that it. that kinda has that That uh, was the one Zeppelin too, really four, that heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yeah. maybe uh Houses of the Holy vibe. For I mean, sure. We're, 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 For sure. Know,
3: and that's again the only thing i was able to find on spotify <laughs> yeah, was we uh, that you wait. is uh dusk in which which is some more like outtakes is what you're saying but that yeah. was my initial uh, my initial thing was like it reminded me of like a black crows which uh is more like kind of a zeppelin vibe yeah, there's blues rock Yeah, then the more of like kind of the Eddie van halen tapping but see, there's uh, another
1: one you could go from Either really cool or really cheesy, and the Black Crows are able to do it really right. cool. But and they're yeah, on right? that, that right. side. So that's
3: what we're saying with, with, with Badlands, uh, uh, Chris were Cornell,
1: the Chris Cornell uh, vocals. He remind, he, oh, he, at, dude. Oh, yeah. Gillen is. It's that's another one. It's just amazing how underrated
0: each member of this yeah. band was. I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't. Th- I disagree with the fact that they're underrated. I think the problem is is they were the best band that never got the shot that they deserved. Isn't that something? I think that is. That's thrown around a
1: lot. It, is. it really is. Yeah, I think but it is. This band, I think if you look that up in the dictionary, they will see you'll yeah. have Sea Badlands. Yeah, and, and well, I think this band the was on,
2: on its way to that. They were very 70 ish in the sense that that first record, gold record, it started slow, it was building, second record comes out. And then the internal issues that we're going to talk about. All yeah. right, kind of derail. Yeah. So let's go. Let's go I'm in. I'm excited
3: because I
1: like this vibe already.
3: I so let's it. go yeah.
1: into now. So in between the first and second record, they release and and it was it kind of was with the second album Voodoo Highway. But we're going to talk about this uh, uh, dag the the giblets here. So this was in guys. How much did we wait for these home videos? And we oh. talked about the Aussie home videos before all the time. Trent, I, I would wait. I mean, how we used yeah. to. I mean, what I bring up, Pantera. Yeah. No one had home video success and really sh- sh- shown a light on their band like Pantera yeah, was able to do Very with true. those with those videos. But so we got this from Badlands, and looking ahead, and I'm going to tell you right now that. Um, Ray Gillen did uh, contract AIDS, Hansberry, and that is how he passed away okay. through variations. You know, I you know I'm no doctor, but complications sure. from yeah. things that resulted from. And AIDS. I think it hit him quick. Oh, it did. Well, here's the thing: when you're watching Dag the Giblets, and if 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 you remember, there's a part in there, and I oh, in looking back on it, especially after Ray had passed away, and you're watching the home video, you're like, ooh, it was kind of eerie. Where they said, remember, where they were racing the cars. They were practicing with the cars mm-hmm. at the beginning of the video. All three members, the three members were there except for Ray. And they said, "Well, Ray's he's not feeling very, he's not feeling well today, so he wasn't really participating on it." Looking back on it now, very eerie. Yeah, well, you kind of yeah. wonder. But he was he was thin, and Jake. This is documented. I mean, Jake has said that they they knew something was up. They knew something was was up with him and his health.
0: Well, the. Uh who was the guy that produced that record? Um Paul O'Neill. Paul O'Neill. Oh. And he was also he
1: was he was, with, he was their manager too to a certain extent yeah, because I, I think he got it was their into manager it with with the record label uh, Yeah. And that's yeah. Yeah.
0: That was down the road as well. He did some Hansberry. kind of bad stuff I think with them too. I yeah, don't he think did. he helped them yeah, he at did. all.
1: And he just recently passed away. Now this is the Paul O'Neill from uh Sabotage and then TSO, of course, TSO and yeah. everything else so um, so we got Dag the jiblets uh, as far as home videos go, huh? Cool. You have, Hands you down. have like, you have some story, some behind the scenes stuff, and then they play a video. Yeah. And then you get a little, ha- them having fun, and the, then you get another I, I video. I like the,
0: uh, the, the, the video, live? the for last time. Yes. When they did, they, uh, Jake was talking about how they taped a guitar cord to the back of his core or back of his guitar, because they didn't have, you know, a back line. They didn't have live amps. I just... And all the dust that was there. That's all I really remember about that is I'm talking about dust getting everywhere. Because I think they were in like New Mexico You're when right. They shot that That's video.
1: exactly where they were, man. All we'll right.
0: put a link to this. Uh, it's
3: on YouTube. We'll uh, yeah, put I, it did, at, at I did QFM share that video with you, so let's let the, uh, dot com. Uh,
1: the listeners uh, check that out. And it's cool. It's a great video. It's a great home video. One of my favorite ones, man. Mm-hmm. Back in the day it was.
0: Yeah. For well, sure. Watched it numerous times.
1: So now we move on. Let's go ahead and get to the second record, Voodoo Highway. Uh, and, 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 Trent, I'll start with you. Your thoughts when you got that? Well, now we know the story. Well, when it... <laughs> what was it? How did you react to that second record as opposed to the first record?
0: I think that one grew on me a little bit more. Me too. It had to. Because I think the first record was more um, kind of very Humble Pie influenced. I think it just kind of... It, a lot of this stuff reminded me of Humble Pie for some reason. This one had different elements, like the funk element. They were doing
1: what they wanted to. It
0: yeah, like. it, it sounded like a lot of. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever heard the Meters, the uh, the riff from "Walk This Way." Joe Perry stole that from the or influenced. That's why we that's it from <laughs> the band the Meters. There you go. Write that one down, dude. That would be the Spotify Write that playlist. One down. But they had a. It, it was a really cool vibe. Um, it took me a little time to get to it, probably six months, and I just started wearing it out. Right. But I think songwriting wise. I think they took more chances, but I think what they it 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 didn't I don't want to say it didn't teeter on the edge as much, but they were able to really create some really awesome songs. But it's almost like a lot of the ideas just came out of thin air. We talk about opening tracks and opening songs
1: and how big they are for an album. Uh, The last time it's just it's so good and Ray sounds amazing and. And it's really it's one of my favorite Jake solos and Silver
0: and, uh, or what's the one uh, the guy from uh, American Idol sang
1: Silver but, Horses yeah yeah
0: man yeah.
1: Uh, Professor of Metal your thoughts on that that second uh, Badlands album so uh, so Highland. here's
2: where I have always differed for me the first record was always my record well yeah I, and, I, and, and I feel that way and,
1: too I feel that way too and
2: and my take between the two records is the first record. Was an organic growth of four fantastic musicians man. that each brought their own little bit of flavor. The second record, they replaced Singer with Jeff Martin from Racer X. From Racer X, man. What a bad. Oh, look at you. I can see you getting all moist. And over when there, he Anderson. came on board, as a drummer, I see Jeff Martin more as that steady 4 4 guy that can absolutely lock that meter perfectly, but doesn't add those fills and those little licks that Singer did. And the band became, that album for me, became more of a unified band as opposed to the four guys that were each laying their perfect little spots in. Uh,
1: Yeah, I get that. That
2: record became one band, not four guys.
1: Well, that's what they always talk about. If I remember, I don't know if it was, uh, it might have been actually Martin, uh, like an interview or something that I saw with him where he talks about that. Well, I think it's in Dag the Giblets where he says, we kind of just, where Jake will have a riff, you know, and then Ray kind of hops in, and then they all, then the rhythm section hops in, and they were they were doing this more, as you said, uh, Professor, it's more of a, a kind of a, <laughs> just a group effort. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. It, it, if you're that? writing a song, if you're writing a song, I mean, talk to me, Trent. I mean, you've written a song before. <laughs> Would you rather do it yourself, come to the band oh, no. with an idea, or you yeah, like I, that I, organic I, I, where yeah, all four I, or five I, of you are just I have the jamming. attention
0: span of a two-year-old on Mountain Who Dew. Who are you talking to? Yeah, I know. Who are you to? Squirrel? Uh, something shiny.
1: (laughs) So I was like, you
0: know, when I was in bands here in town, I would like to come in with an idea and just, you know, somebody picks up something or I hear the drummer do something. I'm like, oh, oh, do that. Do that again. Do that. Just keep doing it. And it just kind of starts to flow. I think that second record, they... It was more of a cohesive effort, I guess, instead of somebody bringing in
1: a lot of different styles oh, on yeah. that album too, it, like
0: it, you said too, with the funk and everything. I mean, there was it was
1: different. It was a lot of different styles on that album.
2: Yes, and, and here's the thing: I've always wondered with this. The last time, I've always wondered if that may have been something that was left over from mm. the first record, because out of that whole second record, I think that song fits on the first record better than any other song on that second record I, yeah I mean, yeah and, and Maybe gonna, that's why
1: i'm drawn to it so yeah. much and i'm <laughs> gonna ask you guys <laughs> this As i love that first record
2: can either you guys can any of you guys name another band that had two records back to back with better opening tracks high wire from the first one yeah oh. i'm with you man the last time from the from voodoo highway
1: yeah yeah, I'd have to look through my electric. I'd have to look through my and discography. <laughs> but uh yeah, no. Uh no, that's a great point. And that's why that was cool when I when I brought that up with with the last time and how it was like I th- the rest of the album grew on me, but I remember just giving it more chances oh, yeah. because of that opening track. I'd like track. to hear the outtakes so from
0: those and the B-sides from those that never got that never made it from those few Records.
1: So so let's how do we want to do this? And I'm going to lean on the professor here. Uh, do we go about, I mean, do we talk about Ray's AIDS? Do we talk about the Kerrang article, uh, the the onstage situation that happened with the Kerrang article? I mean, you, so here's the
2: deal. Ray, go ahead. Go ahead, Professor. I, I, I think that, quite honestly, they all tie right together. Yeah. I, because I was just reading an, an interview with, with Jake here within the last couple weeks where he was talking that Ray was diagnosed Nobody, he claims nobody in he the band knew it. And I, yeah. and I don't think Jake and, would lie about sure. that. I mean, what the hell? It's
1: not like he's going to get Badland records on, on <laughs> he, iTunes. Exactly. Yeah.
2: He, he says, he asked him one time, he denied it. He said that was the end of it. But then conversely, you hear the stories through the years where they were talked about, they were stopped by police for some infraction on, on their bus van and they find all these drugs on Ray. And state police start looking into it. What well, turns out... Those drugs were AIDS drugs for combating the disease. And obviously nothing further came from that. Ray said it was from, you know, the fact that he he was getting the drugs for his uncle. And uh, and Jake's stance is that Ray uh, did heroin one time with his uncle, and his uncle was the one that came down with AIDS. And Jake says that's where he thinks Ray got it from. I have and, heard that. I've heard that Yeah, story. And you, you yeah. tie that together with that mounting kind of tension and unknown factor, and then the Kerrang article, and I, I think it just snowballed. The
0: Kerrang article was
1: brutal. So the Kerrang article, when we're, when we're talking yeah, about what's that, that, Hansberry, uh, he was interviewed by Kerrang, and I'm talking about Jakey Lee. And, and back This me is up, what, what and, like and, and, back in... in
3: well, this would have been early 90s.
0: Okay. 90s. I think 91, 92. i was gonna say 92.
1: It they...
2: was over yeah. in England, yeah.
1: So he talked about, uh, Jake talked about, like, uh, you know, Ray being out of the band, the replacement to the band, what was going on with the band, the dysfunction. Is that the yeah, vibe? Very much, yes. Uh They play a show in London at the uh, London Astoria, and Ray Gillen has that Kerrang! Art of oh, that magazine, shit. and is like showing it to him, saying there's two sides to every story,
0: and saying this Actually, on the microphone.
2: On the microphone, to the crack. Saying it, on the microphone. Oh, he's
0: still in the band at this time. At this point. He came
2: back. Well, they, did, came a, back. they yeah. did a
0: couple shows with a female singer, I
2: think. They had a female singer that they'd brought in and, and were testing her, and that wasn't working. So they had gotten contract with John West, is my understanding. And John West was going to step in on vocals. And then Ray agreed to come back right. and do there the Europe the, the English or the European tour.
1: Now the story you always hear is Gillen's holding this up, saying there's two sides to every story. In front of an of a fans, full house. And and, and and Jake is off to the side there where he's, you know, where he yeah. normally is, and he's mouthing the words. And I mean it's I mean, obviously it's on Wikipedia and everything else, but that's the story I always heard yeah. was that Jake is mouthing, it's all true. It's mm. all true, man. Ugh. And then that, and so, so here's the deal. And I'm gonna skip ahead just so that Hansberry Arch. can know
0: the cool thing, though. What's that? You know the one person you never hear getting into those little. Greg. Greg Chason. Uh-huh. Yeah. All goes back to Chason. Huh? Yeah. Just saying. He's no man. That's what I'm saying. Well, then, solid as a rock. It goes up for that the stick. ox. Yeah,
2: man. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so the the story is that Ray Gillen. Uh, infected or was uh very careless with his diagnosis he was sleeping and, around. and the AIDS virus. He was he knew he had it and he was out and he was doing what he was doing. Sure. This is the dark side of the bad this is where it turns. This is where they take a break on behind the music. Right. And they play the bad music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh the record label Basically Coming has said, and this is this is stuff I've read. Eddie Trunk is on yeah. uh, record; he's on tape saying this as well. I mean, he's we've all tried to find out the real story of of what is happening, and obviously his connections are a lot better than than Trent Anderson and the professor, in mind. You right, know what I mean? Right, right. But he is saying that not the people, by much, not by much, <laughs> not just, by much. I'm just saying, but he is saying that the record label, uh, as to avoid litigation for the rest of their lives. Uh, those Badland records will never see the light of day again. So they just pull them out of they circulation. Will, now, you will find them, like, and I think I, I caught a Trunk episode where he was even talking about this, and I'll make sure I give Eddie the, the props on this one, but where he said that, uh, like, overseas, there were uh, labels who put them out, got permission, and then about a week or two in... They 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 pulled it and, and but this is
3: they were already on the shelves so I mean people own them
1: they're in circulation right. but they're just you hard can to see, find I mean obviously Jason now we're just we're all if you don't have that stuff like Dusk the album we're gonna eventually talk about you this can third you one, can
0: find Dusk yeah, you Dusk can find it
1: but there was a time when it was yeah. you, it was it was like urban legend I mean yeah. we didn't CDs have the internet yeah. I didn't know yeah. what the hell was sure. there really this Dusk album and I was able to get it from my buddy. Uh, and and well, recording. And I'm that's looking the, that's the recording on Spotify. I still have.
3: They don't they have Dusk, but they don't have anything else on iTunes. They have Dusk and they don't have anything else. And right now, I'm logging into Amazon Music to try to find it. Yeah. Yeah. Amazon yeah. Music
0: has Dusk, they have Dusk, Every, it. It seems they, like everywhere has Dusk, they don't but have they anything don't have else. The, the
3: first two, so, I mean, what a
1: shame. I mean, oh, dude, it. and it's it's like, but the thing is, it's what Ray did. Wow, well, I mean, there's just <laughs> no way we can, guys. But we're talking about a drug addict as well, and I'm not making excuses, but there's like I said, man, there's so many damn levels
0: to this. But I mean, look at R. Kelly peeing on 14 year old girls, and his stuff go, still gets sold. No, you're right. I his, mean, his uh, numbers went up when that documentary a, came at out. At some point, uh, you know, enough. It's just enough. a shame. It's it just is a shame, a shame because
1: you got guys like Jake and you got guys like Greg. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? You have good dudes, and then have you to have suffer. somebody that's 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 not a good dude. But man. Ray Gillen... Look, if we're going to talk about R. Kelly's talents, if we're going to talk about Michael Jackson's talents, oh, right. if we're going to talk about everybody else's talents, dude, his- Ray Gillen's voice was fucking amazing. And, and, had, and his songwriting, the lyrics and everything, he was... That's what's so weird about this, Hansberry. It's so, so dark. Awesome. It's oh. so dark, this whole Badlands story. And I'm glad we're getting to document it right here with you guys. This is why I wanted to do this. There's no other story in rock like this, guys. Dude, there isn't. there well, isn't. Like when
0: Gillum was with uh, Sabbath for, what, a month? I, I mean, I don't think it I say that. I don't know if it was that short a time. Yeah, I do think it looking was that, that long.
3: Up. Yeah, uh... Tony was the only original member left. Right. So they were just tuning around, cashing in on but it. But I
0: think Gillen would have been a, I think he was a terrible choice oh. because his voice, the he dude, that guy could sing the phone book. Yeah. And it would sound great. It would sound great. Wow, man. But so- it's
2: funny how stars come together like this because you got Jake- being let go from Ozzy, he reaches out to Greg. He knows Greg brings him into the fold. Met him
1: at an audition, right, or something like that. I, and I, I think it have, was. They
0: wouldn't get Greg on here. Yeah, yeah it, was the, uh, it was the. It <laughs> We're was the. It was with Ozzy. Yeah, it was. For, and Ozzy wouldn't even give him. From what I hear, have heard. You know, Greg's wearing a baseball hat. Was he the one that had the baseball hat? And they said, "Nope." That's, that's right. And I, the the
1: story I think we've discussed that's always... this before. Uh-huh. We have discussed
2: this before. That's right. Because you always hear. So you have that, so then he finds Ray's info, and he brings Ray in to the full, to be the singer, and Ray goes, hey, I know this drummer that I was just working with in Sabbath, and he brings, he singer, brings in singer in. over. And yeah. suddenly, you have the, the genesis of the original Badlands.
0: And it all goes back to Jake and Greg. It does. All, it does. all roads it does. lead and, home, and, buddy. And I
1: wish, and uh, before we even get to Dragon Cartel and kind of put a bow on this, um, I, I do want to discuss the, the Dusk album. Now, this would be 1998 uh, when this was officially released, and I got it back in the early 2000s because oh, yeah. I was hunting, I was hunting, huntin', and I had a buddy hook me up who had a <laughs> copy, and uh, I can see that he has, and, and the professor over there has, that's an actual copy of it. Yes, it is. Um, now, this was, <laughs> and we, we discussed it earlier, but a, a collection of demos and stuff like that, but uh, when I grab something to throw in the car, or just jam on if I if I want if I want some Badlands, granted I go to that first one. Don't get me wrong, but there are a lot of times where I'll grab Dusk just because I really dig it. Yeah, I really it's got a cool dig vibe. that. And I've got buddies; this is their favorite. I well, mean, they'll pick do John, do
0: they'll
2: pick Dusk over the first two. But yeah. the I mean, best the part; two. these are just demos. Yeah, I know. Yeah, can you imagine what could have been oh. knowing the outcome of what we had with the first two records? Had they been able to properly Put the Badlands touch well, on it. All that being said, I mean,
1: it. Sun Red Sun is probably in my oh, top three. That's
0: a
2: cool song. That's man.
1: probably in my top three. The effects that Jake uses yeah. at the beginning of that song,
2: yeah, I see. the The river for me is a song on that. That's thing. a jam just, too, man. Kills. They're all good. Yeah. Well, and
0: and again, like with you know everybody back in the the late '80s, they had the the rack systems that were yeah. like a refrigerator. Jake plugged into a Marshall, and I think he had a wah pedal and a distortion pedal. Too.
3: That's what attracted me to this, just a couple of the tracks that I listened to, because it, it reminded me of, like I said, a Black Crows, a Zeppelin. Yeah, just, it's, it's, there, it wasn't fancy Randy Rhodes or Eddie Van Halen doing the tapping 80s stuff. It, it was Jay cool.
1: Jake can do it all. It's bad. cool, but Buddy, I like this. I like this vibe.
0: i tell you what. Hashtag the yeah. beauty of Jake. Oh, uh, That's why I that's love him so too. much. That's
1: why I put him ahead of all these other cats Yeah, that aren't named Ace or Eddie. So, so now... I would like to hit on Red Dragon before we uh, wrap it up, boys. Um, and and this is and I'll we'll just go around the room here. Uh, the first Red Dragon Cartel, nah, I, I liked it, but just because I like it because Jake, whatever I, Jake does, I'm buying.
0: Absolutely, that, and that's where that's where hands I'm at.
1: down, I'll support Jake and whatever he you know, like you say, he could read the phone book and lay down a couple riffs, and and I'm in. I'm where can mm-hmm. I get it? I'll he could be sitting on the toilet. I'm in. I'm
0: in. Yeah. After you know some Mexican. I'm in. <laughs> that I'll is, buy it. Or some White Castle. Yes. <laughs> but that that's this new one. Oh, have you seen that one? Yes. The retrace. Oh, the retra- dude, yes. that is incredible. You go ahead and
1: tell people what that is before I get into the second uh, Red Dragon.
2: So after Jake, after Badlands, he had a solo album called A Fine Pink Mist, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. was unique in its own way. Yep. Then he recorded Retraced, which well, Jake went back Well, and- he did the metal, what was it, Metal Warrior, uh,
0: where he went in and recorded like- um, uh, I think "Seek and Destroy" by Metallica. Was, yeah, with yeah, like... Yeah.
1: Well, guys, guys, on Enough's la- Enough's Enough's last studio album with Donnie and Chip. I mean, without you know, because obviously Chip's got he did Diamond Boy without without Donnie and stuff. But on the Dissonance record, mm-hmm. uh, Jake plays on that, and I and I actually asked really? I asked the guys I asked Chip and I asked Tori the the new the, well the, I shouldn't say new Tori's been in the band forever, but I I, I asked those guys about that. Because uh, I finally got them in a, in a room together, and I said, what's what's the deal? Was Is Jakey Lee really on dissonance? And they said, absolutely. Tori also informed me that they have some, like, demo-type stuff where – because they kind of cleaned it up to where – or produced it to where it was an Enough's Enough record. Yeah. Not that much – you wouldn't be like, oh, that's Jakey Lee. Yeah. But there are some tapes out there well, where he you're did. like, that's fucking Jakey Lee with Enough's cool. Enough. Jake was badass. in the
0: video with uh... – yeah. Was it Tall Stories? You were there when we were talking about a it a few been, years ago. Don't remember much, but I think it was the band Tall Stories. Because um, I posted a link on your uh, on your face on my face. Yeah, right, right, right. I think was the man. He was in the video and he played the solo to the song. It was like, dude, where have you been? Why are you not doing this all the
1: time? I know, and it's it's and that's the thing, man. I'm just glad that Jake's back. Yeah. I'm glad Jake's back. Uh, this this latest. Uh, Red Dragon Cartel Patina, which I think is awesome. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. And yeah. Speed Bag. Yeah. You want to talk about the openers, right? Yeah. As much right as we love those Jakey e. Lee openers, yeah. and my favorite. Is the ultimate sin, oh, and I don't care what those two jagoffs told me about yeah. not liking that album.
0: Arch will fight you. You
1: got damn right. <laughs> I shirtless will with oh, I need you. And Jason is back. I'll, I'll. So, but I'll but there. yeah, I mean that's I thought that was a great that a great first song,
0: and I'm like that's that's Jake. Yeah, that's Jake, and that whole record, the, the patina. It's again, good, it's man. a very well written. You know, like the first... He's back.
2: Well, like the first one... He felt back.
0: It felt like he was back. That first one, he was
1: working the kinks out, but it feels like he's back. Well, and that
2: first record, to me, felt like these are songs he's written over the last 10 years being out of the spotlight. One here, one there, one there, and it was very... It came across to me as very disjointed. Right. Quality production and songs, but just disjointed as where Patina's coming across much more as a band solid sound Amen. to it I but feel the that.
0: first the first red dragon i didn't like all the guest vocals um yeah and but
1: this and you know that's another thing if if you read the message boards if you read the comments on youtube and stuff uh, the vocals are what your what the gripe is going to be, but not so much on this record. People think that Yo, uh, it's it's, 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 slamming, it's really right? settled in yeah. and uh, they they found a good groove, and I I can't wait to see them live. I know I think the closest they're going to get on this first leg, Cincinnati, is like, isn't it? Is it Cincinnati or Pittsburgh? Well, or, uh, well, I'm
3: looking Fort Wayne right now, March 14th. They're going to be in Juliet, Chicagoland, uh, March 13th. So I think Fort Wayne might be it. Damn it, we may need to make a road trip, boys.
2: But what night is that?
0: Come on, man. It doesn't man. matter. No, it does matter. No. And Trent, it matters. Dude, man. I'll come in and okay. take your shift.
2: Okay. So there you go. All right. I think but it's like a Thursday, Thursday in Fort Wayne, and then I think it's either Friday or Saturday night during Detroit. Because I'm thinking about going to oh, Detroit. Detroit. Okay. okay. Now we're well, that.
3: Oh, we <laughs> go. Westland. Yeah, Westland, Michigan. That just took an interesting turn. <laughs>
1: and
0: that's go. a Friday?
3: Westland, Michigan. Yep. Yeah. Friday the, the 15th. The token, the token, token is a lounge. fantastic
1: little club to go see bands in. Okay. Go. All right. All right. Hansberry, let's think about it.
0: You sure. want to think about it? Yeah, you guys, ride, if it's warm enough, we'll ride the bikes?
1: No, no, no,
0: no. <laughs> I'll get you. sidecar. I just got car. the sidecar. No. <laughs> I love you guys. I
1: break for you guys. I always, I love my bike riders, but I just, guys, I can't. I can't do it. Look at, dude, seriously. You Just can. give me four wheels. You can. Or I can be like Colonel Clank and, and just kind of ride in a sidecar. <laughs> I'll give you, you a, a sidecar. will you a sidecar, side dude. You got yeah. a sidecar? <laughs> yeah. Uh, a little
3: dog to sit in your lap.
1: So guys, anything else? Uh, anything else we need to discuss? I think we kind of hit there. I'll say this: I really would, and I want to try and get the information. And I hope he listens to this episode and stuff, uh, and get Greg Chase on. I would love to have him come on and just kind of pick his brain. because oh, like I said, man, he's one of those dudes. I, I he just. Oh, hands down. He made down. the band cool. You, you exactly. know what I mean? And, you, and if you, and you pull can, that off, I want to know because I
2: want to be down here. Right. The <laughs> yes. same way.
1: The same way we love Jason Newstead. when he joined yeah. Metallica. It was like he was the guy that fans could kind of access. He's the guy that fans could kind of relate to. Kind of the unsung He's hero. The guy, a freaking man.
0: You know, I think Chase on kind of has that uh, Clint Eastwood.
1: He's a badass man. Kind That's of what a, I'm saying. But a, I always thought he he seemed like a Midwestern guy to me, yeah. Trent.
0: Yeah. He really did. But he's got a lot of connections with, uh, like, early 80s metal, like keel Well, the
2: whole family. All three of the brothers are bass players. Yeah. Kenny Chasen was in Keel. Greg was originally in Steeler or helped contribute to Steeler. Good some game. of that yeah, there's material. A, there's a
1: lot of Ron He There's and a was Ron in Ron The young, tree there.
2: The little brother, a, Todd, was the bass player in Tough.
0: Well, Greg oh, was right also uh, in a band, I don't know if you've ever heard of them, called Surgical Steel back in the day.
2: With Jeff Martin from With Racer Jeff X. With Jeff
0: Martin from Racer X.
1: From Racer X. Racer X. That's but I a whole other the, show.
0: I want to hear the new Kings of Dust. I want to hear it. Yeah, I do too. I want to see what he's doing creatively. I want to he, hear he's, where he's at. Dude, the stuff he's put up on his Facebook page. It's Sounds just, good. while well, it's just kind of just rock and roll. I mean, it's not well, over. Isn't that refreshing? You think he'd yeah. do a Super
1: Bowl halftime? Oh, that would be we amazing. We need some rock and roll.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and why didn't Adam Levine uh, get the pasty? Uh, I don't know. I was dude. offended by his nipple. My
1: favorite part, and then we'll quit. My, and I'm not piling on because everybody's piling on, and I and I don't I don't want to. It's so cliche to hop on. But when he's like, "I'm gonna, play, you mind if I play guitar for you," or whatever he said, yeah, there. No, yeah.
0: Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well,
1: all right. Well, no, we're waiting.
0: <laughs> well, Are we going to
1: play guitar he, for he, us?
0: When he started, because I, I think somebody was, uh, I, I, don't, I didn't watch the whole thing. I just kind of caught it at a glance. Yeah. I think somebody was playing for him. So did the ramps. The ramps he, just yeah. caught it at a glance as yeah. well. Yeah. No, I was
3: thinking the same thing because he wasn't doing much.
0: Yeah, I, I think he had somebody backstage playing something. Okay. well, he let's, just faked it. All
3: right, it. that's enough
1: of the Super Bowl talk. I don't want to time stamp it or mushroom stamp it or whatever. I don't want to...
3: Let me take care of some business. Do it. Subscribe to uh, Vinyl Analysis wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, but specifically at iTunes. And we want to. Uh, we would love if you would rate and review us. Yes,
1: please. Because
3: word of mouth is humongous for us.
1: And you know what? Something else I thought about, and I know okay. you've got more stuff to say here, yeah. but let me just okay. say this, too. If you listen to this podcast and you know a younger person, turn them on to this. Oh, absolutely. Because I, I don't think You know, here's the deal. This, this music it blows my mind, and I'm in radio. Yeah. But the music that I grew up with, that, that Jason grew up with, that Trent grew up with, that, they have we've it's, that it's that totally Greg grew been up abandoned. <laughs> yeah. It's totally but, been no,
3: abandoned. No, and, and I I'll 100% will back you up on that, because you guys I, teach I just, me so much. Every time I, I walk in here, I learn something new. I but, love but, uh,
1: it. Listen, Dude, I'm not saying... This isn't like sh- just shit we were into when we were younger, and it wasn't popular. Right. The, the shit we're talking about is popular. It was, and it totally... Has been buried. There's this weird black hole. That's why I love doing this show. That's why I love doing this show, because it it just yeah. So I guess my point is, if you have a younger person that's into rock and roll, point them into the direction of this show so we can kind of school them on this great music, uh, this hard rock and heavy metal of the 70s and 80s. And what else did you well, want to and pop Also, point
3: them. It would be helpful to point them to the Spotify playlist. Search for Archie Vinyl Analysis. Uh, we cultivate a cool playlist of all you the really songs that we talk except about. Except for Badlands. Except for we're Badlands. Shit Boy, we're going to go heavy voice. on, uh, on, on <laughs> Pulse or whatever the fuck the record's called Dusk. We no, it can do that. <laughs> pulls That's, us all pink right. Floyd. That's all right. <laughs> big put the whole thing up. up. Put,
1: put some Floyd uh, up too, but bro. But this
3: is going to be because as soon as we turn these mics off, the four of us are going to put up a really tight playlist. I'm going to make you help me I'm excited. Quick. I'm excited.
1: Uh, then follow us, us on
3: Instagram at Vinyl Analysis, QFM's
1: Facebook page, um, and just share the love. You got it. Um, Jason, the professor of metal, Stavanger, thank you for coming in. I I, I appreciate you, bro. It was cool I, that you I came absolutely
2: in. love the invite, and we'll be happy anytime you want. I'll come down and, and we'll sing the praises of metal. He, he
1: may he, wear he, pants. He, he next brought time. some Motorhead beer too. I, I, you, you taking a sip of that? Yeah, it's good. All right, and now Trent Anderson, bro. You kind of we're homeboys, man. We are, you know. And thank you because it it kind of makes me feel better because you are a hell of a guitar player. Thank and, you, and for. Us to have this bond over Jake, whereas when I go out and they're like, fuck you, man, Randy Rose, you know, it makes me feel good (laughs) to know that there's a dude that kind of feels the same way my lame ass did. You know, it's like, man, no, man, it's about Jake. It's about the ultimate sin. It's about Badlands. Yeah. It's, it's, that's, that was, that was some of the best music our generation created. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. And it was, you know growing up in the era we did without social media and without the instant info the music was very popular (laughs) i know man like the ultimate sin sold a ton of records yeah
2: and those archaic institutions called record stores that we all had to go to to figure out what we were buying this week that's right
0: and i and i make the joke about
1: every third episode but we literally had to like wait for the next edition of Circus Magazine to find out if Vince oh, yeah. Neil was going to jail. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. we we had to lean on that.
0: Yeah, him or if him and Axl Rose are going to throw down. <laughs> uh, Trent, thank you, man. You're one Always. of my favorites, brother. You're Always. one of my favorites, you too, buddy. There you Appreciate go, man. It.
1: For producer Greg Hansberry, I'm Woo! Arch Madness, and this has been Vinyl Analysis. Stay frosty. <laughs> can be like Colonel Clank and, and just kind of riding a sidecar <laughs>